All right, so it's September 6th. This is the uh, Soybean Aphid Podcast. And today we have a special guest joining Aaron Hodgson and me. To my left, Dr. Donald Lewis. Say hi, Donald. Pleasure to be here. And I showed up with a question for the Brain Trust on Soybean Aphids. Oh, this is great. This is not... we haven't heard this before. That's right. But I have in, not heard this. Acquiring minds want to know how bad will the multicolored Asian lady beetles be on the side of my house this October? And we have noticed in the past that one of our predictors of lady beetle problems will be how bad are the soybean aphids. So how bad are the soybean aphids and how bad will the lady beetles be? All right. So I'm going to pass the mic. To Aaron, how bad, just how bad was it this year? So we did have an outbreak. How bad was it, and what can we expect with their number one predator, multicolored Asian lady beetle? This is, fun. Oh, this is so fun. Our first guest of the season. Um, I would. You're right. There's been more aphids than there has been in the last couple of years throughout Iowa, and usually that would mean more predators. But there's been a lot of spraying going on, um, at least in northern Iowa, so that's you know, it'll take out the aphids, but it will also take out the beetles. But um, I would say there's probably going to be more, you're probably going to hear about more complaints this fall as they as they move out of beans into house, on, and onto houses or structures. So how bad is it going to be? Probably, you'll probably hear about more this year than you would the last couple of years. But, but it's I, not going to be like, what was it? It wouldn't be like like seven, eight years ago. What was the year that they had to stop? Was it 08 when they stopped the football game? Mm-hmm. There was a night football game in Iowa, at Iowa State, and the Lady Beatles got so bad. Did they? I don't know if they stopped the game, but they, they made some comment during the game. It was like, yep, those are just Lady Beatles. And Do you remember that? Vaguely. Sounds like a long time ago, but Aaron's right. That a long time ago. A long time you ago. You know what's a long time ago? <laughs> Russian uh, honeysuckle aphid was a long time ago. A long time ago is which we used when to think. you came to work at this university. That was a long time ago. a long time ago. A lot of experience in this room right now. Aaron's right, though, that the population does vary dramatically from year to year, but we also notice that it varies dramatically from place to place. And so... The typical extension answer to a question of how bad will this be is it depends or wait and see, but it's going to be different. Now, people are going to want to know, though. I had us at uh, five minutes for the wait and see answer, so I'm out of the pool. (laughs) (laughs) It it comes up very early. The um, one of the issues, though, will be the people will ask, but what about the dry weather? Didn't that increase aphids or did that decrease aphids but what about the wet spring people always think there's a an easy answer that will directly correlate to these populations so what do you tell them um well what do you tell them i I think it was a good year for aphids because a lot of the soybean had to be planted late so it seems like a lot of the problem fields we're hearing about that did need to be treated were planted on the later side so even uh push back into like june so i think Actually, the weird spring conditions was good for the aphids. However, the really hot weather in late August and we're experiencing now is not great for aphids. So, but it doesn't look like it had that much. It doesn't look like the heat had that much of an effect. I mean, we went off a week and a half where we were 
peaking at least in central Iowa at 100 degrees um, Fahrenheit, and we were out counting, and our aphid populations had increased during that period. So although the temperatures were hot, it may have been that the temperatures that the aphids experienced within the canopy uh, were, you know, uncomfortable but not uh, deleterious. So one thing that we say when asked questions like what Donald just brought up about, well, what about the the rain and what about the temperature – uh, all those things can affect aphids, but you don't want the weatherman to be your pest management expert. You have to go out and you have to scout. You have to determine for your field what's going on in there. And what we've seen this year is the northern third of Iowa, the aphid populations were very high. Uh, central, not so much. And then the south below I-80, you know, nothing at all. As an urban entomologist, I tend to pick up bits and pieces from the real world out there in farmland. Is weather related to aphid populations through a biological control, though? Does the weather influence a fungus that affects aphids, or is that just the spider mites that we talked about decades past? Um, I would say that there are naturally occurring fungi out there that will attack aphids. However, you have to have the right temperature and humidity, and at least the last couple of weeks, we haven't had very cool nights. So I think that's what we would need really for that to become active. And it, it does happen more regularly in other systems, but in Iowa, it's not something we can count on every year. Yeah. yeah but the, uh, so several uh, studies have been conducted in Minnesota and New York where um, surveys of the fungi that kill aphids have been conducted, in, uh, especially on buckthorn with the overwintering host for the soybean aphid, uh, the animopathic fungi are very important for um, kind of controlling those populations. But like Aaron was talking about, the, the conditions have to be just right in order for this to happen. You have to have the right population, right, you know, substantial number of them. You have to have the right temperature and, and humidity for the animopathic fungi to like totally wipe out aphids. And that's not been the case for most of Iowa this year. So it's a good year for aphids. It could be a good year for lady beetles, but you brought up the point of monitoring to make your decisions. What's been the monitored population of lady beetle larvae in the soybeans this year? Yeah, so the experiments where students are scouting, we've um, we've asked in some of those experiments for the students to track the natural enemies. And it's interesting in soybean fields, it's not just lady beetle larvae that are out there. There are uh, predatory flies, the surfids, there's a little predatory bug, aureus, sometimes lace wings. Um, from most of that data has been collected, but it hasn't been summarized. Just from my like quick read of what we've seen, uh, it's it, again. I think it mirrors what I think Aaron was saying. N- not a lot of lady beetles in other years. There are a lot of predators out there, but it doesn't look like they're heavily dominated by uh, Harmonia, the multicolored Asian lady beetle. So going forward, yeah, it'll probably be more than last year, uh, but we had almost absolutely no aphids last year in soybeans. So this year, anything is going to look different. And my guess is that in the northern third of the, the state is where People are going to really see the lady beetle activity. Probably not so much as you move down. Yeah, I'd say that that's accurate. Um, we also have several research trials where we monitor natural enemies, and I think it's fairly easy to 
find them this year. I mean, if you're sweeping or you're looking through soybean, you're going to see immatures and adults. Yeah. Well, I got something. Go ahead and finish. No, no, that's. Oh, we're running out of time. But one thing to look for in soybean fields this year, uh, parasitized mummies, uh, parasitized aphids. That has really come on strong the last couple of years, partly because we've released them. uh, And it's something that may provide biological control in the future. Hey, that's the time. Thank you, Donald, for showing up. Thank you. We'll get you next week. Talk to you later. Bye.